Is it true that this will be the final podcast of 2022? Yeah. Is it also true that we've done less than five in 2022? No. Well, how many have we done? This is the ninth. This is the ninth podcast we've done? I swear, yeah. Where does the time go? Ah, goes into the podcast, Jay. That's very true. Hard work. We know that you put a ton of work into it and we appreciate it. Well, you know what we do, and especially for this episode, we're tapping into what you guys are doing, which is celebrating the holidays. So we've got some ways to stretch out the holiday vibes throughout the year. We've also got a great performance Mm. from a Montreal favorite. Chris DeBerg is in this podcast that'll also get into, um, well, your Christmas parties. See? So it's all holidays all the time. It's great. It's great. And... Spoiler alert, I'm already drunk. (laughs) Thanks for listening, you guys. (laughs) This is the Mornings Rock Podcast from Show 97.7. I've probably over the years DJed about 500 weddings. I would say I've played that song or Raise a Little Hell 500 times. Wow. Those are wedding staples. Yeah. Those are like, you just got to, that's the, oh, the dance floor is starting to lighten up a bit. It is Trooper, Mornings Rock. It is Jay and Sharon. So my son moved here last Thursday with his girlfriend. I'm very excited. He moved here for a new job. And um, he's been with the company uh, less than two weeks. He's been in New York for four days. And Friday's his Christmas party. Wow. So, dude, good gig. Well done. Well played, sir. Nicely done. Pretty sweet deal. So I, I don't know what the Christmas party is. I, I'm pretty sure it's like the usual. It's like the staff and dinner and boozes. But I'm curious. That is legit the first Christmas party I've heard of all year. Really? So I'm curious. I mean, for instance, Sharon and I, we're working Friday night. Now, we're going to try and make it a little bit social as well. We're going to fit that in as we uh, get together with our, our showmies, yeah, our, our show homies. We're going to record our, our Christmas special on Friday night, tomorrow night. We're going to have some food. Which, as people have heard in the past, isn't isn't hard. Yeah, it's not hard work. Now I've been but. told I've been told we can't have beers until after we record it, which makes me think I should have been here years ago for the other ones when you could have <laughs> yeah. beers during the recording. Those were some sloppy shows. And another thing, Rockman. I love you. <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> you guys. So yeah, so it, it feels like I think for a lot of a lot of people, the Christmas parties, obviously, with you know that stuff we went through. They were put on hold, but yeah. now that things are kind of getting back to normal, let us know. Call or text. Are you having a legit full-on Christmas party this year? Because, man, I remember Christmas parties over the years. A lot of companies used to alternate that I know of that would do like um, one year it's with partners. Yep. The next year it's without. They'd always have a decidedly different tone. We did that one. Yeah. For years. That's when everybody's on their best behavior. Have you met my bride? <laughs> the next year <laughs> it's like, we're going streaking. <laughs> it's a totally different vibe, <laughs> which was super fun. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I know of people that have uh, worked for companies that are, that, are, that are national, countrywide, and everybody gets flown into the same city for Christmas parties. I remember being at Christmas parties where like there were trips given away. I've been to uh, the most recent Christmas party I was at was a uh, lunchtime potluck where you were encouraged to stay afterwards to help clean up. That was kind of the last bell whistle of of Christmas parties that I had been to. (laughs) And I was like, so this is where the Christmas party comes to die. Our previous owner um, would rent out a, a, not a hall, but like a concert space. 
and re like there would be a theme and it was a big deal wow like you'd go there and you're like uh, it was a gala-esque did you work for mark zuckerberg was it elon musk i can't tell you everything Donald Trump, wasn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 1197-7790-0977. Are you having an office Christmas party this year? Let us know. And what's going to happen at that party? Give us some details. <laughs> Based on what I'm looking at on our text board, for the most part, I would say 90% of people are having them. Although, Paula, I feel so bad for you. Paula says, I work in a Montreal area hospital. We're doing nothing for Christmas. No budget. We're not allowed to gather in groups. We're also forbidden to have large gatherings outside the hospital as well. It's a shame that the frontline healthcare workers aren't getting to celebrate Christmas for the third year in a row. And that is terrible. Absolutely terrible. If there's anybody that deserves it, it's the frontline workers who've worked so incredibly hard. No overtime, no vacation, 200% capacity in a healthcare system that is clearly broken and doesn't look like it's changing anytime soon. For you, Paula, I feel terrible. Well, similarly, uh, frontlining-wise, uh, and putting our teachers in that category, Nadia sent a text to us saying that uh, her workplace is having a full-out Christmas party tonight, which will be good because at this point of the year, the elementary school teachers really need a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. You have a great time tonight, Nadia. Thanks for texting us. You ever smell 35 seven-year-olds <laughs> when they all get back from recess? Funky. 514 <laughs> Hey, show them who's this. Hi, my name's Erin. Are you guys having a Christmas party this year, Erin? So, I'm actually new. I have two jobs, but I'm new at one of them. It's at a college in a bookstore. So, okay. I'm dealing with, you know, maybe the more librarian-esque girls. But I've been told that the Christmas parties get out of control. <laughs> they get off the charts crazy. Now, what these girls don't realize is that I was a bartender for a really long time. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm in it. I want to see it get as wild as possible. We know what they say, Erin. you got to watch the quiet ones, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, also. I'm not, I'm not one of the quiet ones. but Aaron the, Aaron, the sound you hear right now are thousands of thumbs right now furiously texting 11977 saying, how do I go to Aaron's party? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Show up. Come to the party. <laughs> so you have to and, call um, us back and let us know how the party went, Aaron. You guys, I will. But I'm dealing with two different jobs. The other job's real estate, and that Christmas party also gets off the charts, but in a much different way. You're going to be exhausted. Oh, uh, we'll see. In the we'll best see. possible way. Yes. <laughs> I'll take a couple days off. No doubt. <laughs> Smart plan. Thanks for listening to the show, Aaron. We appreciate it. Have a nice day, guys. Hey, you, you too. too. Everybody's going to a Christmas party, except for Sharon and I. Yeah. From Joel, Transco Elevator Party is tonight. That's the kind of party that, no, don't do it. It's, uh, <laughs> you want to know what I was going to say? Yes. That's kind of parties, man. Those elevator people, they have their ups and downs. <laughs> yeah. All right. I should not have done that. They're going bowling and then supper and stuff. I finish at noon today and off till Monday. All right, Joel. Yeah, you go, buddy. Bring it. Colleen says teachers kind of have boring Christmas parties. We're going to a restaurant, but secretly, my friends bought this weird karaoke mic speaker thing. We promise we're going to go all out. Those are fun, those speakers. You get a little light show and everything. Yeah. And uh, I think the more trips to the punch bowl, the better you sound. <laughs> To yourself, maybe. Perhaps. <laughs> oh, wow. You really thought you'd take on We Didn't Start the Fire, huh? Take on Queen. See what happens. Take on me. <laughs> we didn't start the Even fire. Even harder to hit those notes.
I'm going to need some backup singers, please. That'd be great. <laughs> Ayatollah, rock and roll, Coca-Cola, cola. No, never mind. <laughs> Thank you for calls today. We appreciate them as well. Good morning, Shum. Hey, how's it going? Good. Who's this? It's Ryan. So, Ryan, everybody's having a Christmas party except for Sharon and I. Oh, listen, I'm not having one either. I haven't had one in seven years. Whoa. Listen, you want to listen to this? Yes. Seven years ago, I went to a Christmas party. I got a little too drunk. <laughs> Um, I hooked up with my boss. Oh. Um, I have a six-year-old son now. Whoa. There you go. I was about yeah. to say, did you hook up or did you hook up? But you hook you know up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I have a six-year-old son now, and I have told myself I will never go to a Christmas party ever again in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Man, best secret Santa gift ever. Yeah, tell me about it. That's a, sorry, are you still with with your what used to be your boss? You guys together? Uh, no, unfortunately, we're not. But uh, we're still friends. Oh, and you have good. and you have an amazing boy. Yep, yep, hundred percent. Thank yeah, you yeah, for yeah. sharing that with us today. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the show. Hey, thank you guys. Rome rocks. It's how Montreal wakes up. This is the Mornings Rock Podcast with Jay Sharon and Chantal. Show 97.7. Hey, here's a fun fact for you, Sharon. And by yeah. fun, I mean horrifying. Uh oh. Hallmark starts playing their Christmas movies in October. Yeah, it's true. Oh. <laughs> they're so fun, though. Yeah. Yeah, because they're always happy endings. I avoid them like the plague. Although really? that was my favorite. That was my favorite Hallmark holiday movie when they cured the plague. <laughs> um, but what happens is they'll be on and I'll get sucked in. I, exactly. I sit down. I'm doing something else. I have important things to do. Yep. Then it's like, who's that guy again? Oh, my God. They're going to fall in love. It's true. So I thought we'd have some fun with this. This is Hallmark Movies, real or artificial? Welcome, caller. That's right, real or artificial like the tree. Beautiful. Okay. okay. So I'm going to give you three names of movies. Okay. You tell me which one of these. You know what? Let's do it the opposite way. Let's do this. I'll give you three titles. You tell me the two that are real Christmas movies. Okay. And what will remain is the fake one. The faker. Okay. You ready? Yes. Your Hallmark movies, real or artificial, are Noel Next Door, We Wish You a Married Christmas. I see what you did there. But did I? Or did Hallmark? <laughs> and Christmas in a Pet Psychiatrist's Office. Well. Where would you like to start? I can tell you which is the not, and in doing so, I'll tell you which are the two. Just as long as you finish with the not. Right. So I can give it to you. I'll mix up the order to seem like we had more to choose from, to make me seem like I had to struggle through this. Uh, we Wish You a Married Christmas, I believe, is a Hallmark movie. A married couple having a hard time connecting with each other head to a cozy Vermont inn at the advice of their marriage coach. Yep, watched it. It was good. Their weekend gets unexpectedly <laughs> extended when a mishap puts their car out of commission and just may put them on the road to a very happily married Christmas. You saw this movie? Yeah. No way. Totally, just a couple of weeks ago. Oh, man, I'm playing with the wrong person. It was really good because exactly what you want from the Hallmark movie, it provides. Easy to watch. Okay. There's no, like, uh, you, you don't have to second-guess anybody's behavior. There's no meanness, you know? Like, okay. what's the catch? You're like, oh, wait, it's just supposed to be a nice holiday movie. Okay, I can just, like, relax on a Sunday or a Saturday afternoon and just watch this movie and take the positive oh from it. Oh, my God, you're so not talking me into this. Let's move on. <laughs> so 
What's left that's a real movie is... Uh, the real movie is Noel Next Door. A hardworking single mom gets into a war of words with a neighbor who feels she's ruining Christmas. I'm ruining Christmas. <laughs> Only to find out that this misunderstood grouch just might steal her heart. Which means the artificial movie is Christmas in a pet psychiatrist's office. And while it hasn't been made, we think it should be. Tonight on the Hallmark Channel, Christmas in a pet psychiatrist's office. He's a former big city gigolo turned pet psychiatrist <laughs> who relates better to animals than to people. Good boy, let out those feelings. She's a gorgeous yet lonely romance novelist whose gray tabby suffers from low self-esteem. <laughs> Will the universe bring these tortured souls together for Christmas? Or is true love too much to hope for? Come on, Sherlock. Like you've never seen a Hallmark movie before? <laughs> it's Christmas in a pet psychiatrist's office. Tonight on the Hallmark Channel. At a dash of Montreal, a handful of rock, and some impromptu laughs. laughs. And you get Morning's Rock with Jay Sharon and Chantal. Shom 97.7. So here's some Christmas stuff that should be fine. At least we would like to discuss with you all year long. Yes. For instance, advent calendars. What do you think of this? What if you got an advent calendar and you ran it like your birthday month? Yeah. So for the 30 days leading up to your birthday, you open a little cardboard door to the chocolate. <laughs> you can't get your voice any higher yeah, than just, that. I can get a lot higher. <laughs> it, are we down on that one? I am 100% down, down with that one. Now, feel free to add to our list, too, if there's stuff around the holidays that you think, you know what? Let's just, let's just put that into effect. Stunk. There's the stamp of approval. I like it. All year long. Like, I kind of feel like this one's already in play. Because maybe, because I do it a lot. <laughs> but falling asleep after a massive Christmas dinner and it being completely socially acceptable. It's almost like a compliment. It's like un un unbuttoning your pants. Yeah. <laughs> just the oh, button. Just the button. Just the top button. <laughs> just the top button at the table. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I live with someone who... Uh... Who enjoys the post post meal rest? Right. Yep. A Christmas meal and a big dinner should be so big that you sound like you're drinking gravy by the end of it. Could you please pass that boiled potatoes down? <laughs> I would like some more of the roast beef as well. You just get jowly. Oh yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get to the point where you're so like full, you know? Yeah. Where it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You want to hit that point where you can just zone into the nap. So I think I think that's that's one that's probably I think we're two for two. Yep. The advent calendars were cool all year long. Bring it on. Like you could do like you could do like the little tiny airplane bottles of boozes. You could do one of those advent calendars. You could create your own advent. You could serve your own needs. You could the rum advent calendar. Come, Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. <laughs> the banana advent Daylight calendar. Daylight come and me want rum. <laughs> <laughs> It's Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> here's where they kind of lose me. Mm -hmm. Our friends at BuzzFeed put this together, by the way. They're wondering if we shouldn't just be smothering it on our roast dinners or putting it in our leftover sandwiches, but should cranberry sauce be used year-round? Because yes. it's really just the Thanksgiving and the Christmas. But why? Exactly. So... Like, because cranberries feature real nice in a salad. 
So I would say yes to that all year round. See, I yield the remainder of my time to the wonderful woman from West Island. Because, well, you take some fresh cranberries and you boil them up, a little touch of brown sugar, and then add that to your salad, man. Or toast. So or let a us rice know. cake. Let us know. What do you think, as far as Christmas activities, that should go all year long? When we come back, we'll debate whether or not you want to go to work every day and see mistletoe. Is that something that should last all year? You're kissing at work again. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Awkward. Uh, HR. <laughs> so what happened with you and the boss? I don't know. Mistletoe. I think it was just the tongue. Eleven ninety seven Jane Sharon looking at BuzzFeed's list of stuff that we do at Christmas that we're thinking should go all year long. As in, the mistletoe. Is that something you think should be up in your home all year long? Well, so sometimes to, people need a prompt. Oh, sometimes people do need a prompt. So if, if it's if it helps, then yeah. <laughs> but maybe not at work. What's the key to your relationship? Mistletoe. Rando mistletoe. Rando mistletoe. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I put it in the shower. <laughs> How about this? Is this something that we want to do all year round? This is for the people that, that for some reason it seems like they have it up all year round. Having a tree in our home with lights on it. As home decor. Should we take the Christmas tree concept and move it to... Definitely. Look, look, someone's got their Labor Day tree up. I remember a few years back, my sister had a, not a palm tree, but like an artificial tree in her living room. Took up enough space, but she put lights on it. And it just lit up the room in a really subtle but warm way. Okay. That otherwise just would have been... You know, it's still a nice enough room, but it, it's a nice touch. So I am 100% in 100% on putting that. lights in places. All right. Let's see what uh, Luciano has to say. So, Luciano, if it were up to you, what's something that happens around the holidays that you'd want to have happen all year round? Well, you know, um, you know, there's all these uh, food drives and uh, the money collection and all that there. Yeah. I, I think that that should go on uh, year round. Oh, you mean that yeah. Christmas, that Christmas oh, it, spirit of giving? It, it, yeah, that giving. Yeah, because people don't just need stuff uh, for Christmas, you know. They no, need you're like right. year round, you know. Yeah, so it's just point blank, you know, like just more, more giving. You know? Okay, good call. Let's let's make that let's make that all year round. Thank you again for that, Luciano. Yeah. We appreciate it. All right, take care, guys. Show much. How about this? Christmas things that should exist all year round. Occasionally, having a glass of champagne with breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is, it's Tuesday. Like you'd say, it's Christmas. Lots of people do that. They do the mimosas. But, yeah. I mean, I would say at my house, Christmas Day, it's it's a given. Yeah. Because we'll do, um, you know, the, the whole family gets together and there'll be some champagne and orange juice. But that's literally the only time, only time of the year. If I go out for brunch and it's available, I'm not going to get one. For some reason, I just don't, don't think that alcohol necessarily goes with breakfast. But Brunch, fine. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But I mean, even, even a brunch, I don't, I don't think I've had. Like, we used to do Mother's Day brunch every year, and I don't remember ever ordering, like, an alcoholic beverage. Wow. What's funny, though, right? Like, you could go out an hour later and have lunch. You're like, oh, better get a cold beer. Yep. But that brunch thing. Also, it's probably good that I have limits. <laughs> I'm happy that you can draw a line. <laughs> I think one thing I would like to add to the list Please. is, uh, is um, the cinnamon scent. Okay. Because you think I like that it. should be all year round? That's a real, a real like um, a scent, 
sense trigger. <laughs> the scent is a sense sure. trigger. Okay. Like, you know, oh, it's the holidays. Right. Cinnamon. And it's a nice scent. I like that. I like it. Cinnamon. It's not just for Christmas and stripper names anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, I like that. Thank you for all of your suggestions at 11977. Also making the list were the smell of pine scents. Hopefully the, the smell of your tree and not the deodorizer in your car. Or the coworker that you have. And from 11977, guys, <laughs> cranberry sauce. Yes, I use it all year round. I put it on everything. Toast, ice cream. Mm. Sure, I'm the laugh of my family, but mm, good. Put that on ice cream and suddenly ice cream is healthy. That's true. That's there you go. thinking right there. Have a good day and show them rocks. Right you rock right back at you. Yeah. We are wrapping up Christmas things that should exist all year round. Let's uh, talk about the eggnog, shall we? I don't, I think I've said this out loud before to you. I don't understand eggnog. Okay. Because it is kind of pancake battery, right? Without the bit. flour. A little bit. We actually, the moment, the moment we see eggnog in the grocery store, it could be October, buying it. You're clotheslining it? But, into the but, basket? <laughs> but here's the thing, though. We just, we, we love it, but we will only buy like one jug of store-bought stuff because my wife makes it. Oh. But for some reason, when the season starts, it's like, oh, I got to grab some eggnog. And what's, what are you, what are you putting in it? Rum? Uh, Yeah. Because yep. I've always been a bit nervous about uh, mixing uh, alcohols with the... Uh, with dairy? The dairy stuff. Because mm. you don't know when it's going to take a turn on you. Right. It knows. Right. You don't know. Like all those fun dairy-based shooters. Was Sex on the Beach one of those shooters? Or like Kahlua? White Russians. White Russians. Yeah. Kahlua. Kahlua. You're making that face. Because I've, <gasps> I've been there. And they're delicious when you have them. Okay. But there's that curdle factor that often only happens... On the inside. Okay, so yeah. I am a yay for the eggnog all, all year round. Sharon is a nay. Well, I could be, I could be wooed. You could be wooed. Woo! <laughs> this portion of the show brought to you by eggnog. Mmm, booze and pancake batter. <laughs> Two great tastes that taste great together. <laughs> From the West Island to the East End, Montrealers wake up with Jay, Sharon, and Chantal. This is the Mornings Rock Podcast. Show 97.7. All right. Uh, right we are on. back. Thank you to Esteban for jumping into the studio. And we've uh, worked on hopefully all the technical stuff. And we we do believe. <laughs> we can't oh, no. She's we... gone again. Oh, she no. She was there and then gone. Here's me. <laughs> I hear you. Ah, there she is again. Now, can you see me at all? We can't see you, but we can hear a lovely sounding guitar in the background. Well, I've got the guitar here. Beautiful. Uh, there's, there's an icon at the top right, which has got a picture of a head and a very fat man, which appears to be a video <laughs> icon. <laughs> oh, well, listen, we just have to continue. If you're comfortable going on like this, at least I can see you. That makes a great Let's change. Let's take advantage ah. of the, the fact that we have you here. Yeah, you know what? This is good. The, it's such a, a real modern way to be able to connect with you. Where are you right now, Chris? I am in um, the hills of Wicklow which is just south of Dublin in Ireland. It's lovely. a bit of a grey day, but the, the trees uh, are losing their beautiful leaves and the colours. Nothing like a Canadian fall, mind you, which is quite spectacular. Many is the time I've gone from Montreal to Ottawa to um, Quebec 
in this time of year and it's just incredible to see that it really you know what we're sort of out of that pocket where it's beautiful and it's just a bit uh, it's a little fresher now we're ready for some snow to fly which would be great and by the time you get here in april for uh, a show at place des Arts on the 16th of april everything's going to be just great <laughs> wonderful yeah, so let's uh, just, to, we had some technical difficulties, so just reintroduce, we've got Chris DeBerg on the line, a man with a long list of credits and a long-standing friendship with Montreal and with Shome listeners, uh, to the tune of like 27 albums, right Chris? That's correct, uh, about 330 songs, but hey, who's counting? <laughs> Someone is, and that's good. Um, I think it's amazing when you think of songs like A Spaceman Came Traveling and Ship to Shore, Don't Pay the Ferryman. Easily, I think your biggest chart hit was Lady in Red. Oh, yeah, yeah. she's out there still, yeah. <laughs> Dancing with me. But, you uh, know, just before we continue, I, you mentioned Sean. You know, I have to say that artists... Uh, when we start our careers, we need the kind of um, reassurance of what we're doing and the confidence, indeed, that we're doing something good. And um, my first album, Far Beyond These Castle Walls, was something of a hit in South America for bizarre reasons. And then I thought I was going to be a world star overnight. Nope, didn't work like that. <laughs> That's not the way it goes. So many, many years of hard work. But when I put out my album, Spanish Train and Other Stories, it got picked up primarily by Shum and then into Montreal and Quebec, and then right across Canada to make it a multi-platinum album. And for a young fella um, starting a career, this was such an incredible feeling to know that somebody out there liked what I did. And I cannot stress more strongly that, that Shom, you have such a huge an affectionate part of my life and, and, and in my heart. And tous les mariages aussi, parce que son mariage, I wouldn't have been able to become the star I am um, today across Canada, indeed, going into the world. Wow. Is that one of the reasons that you've decided to sort of give us an extra Christmas present this morning and let us in? On I have an extra Christmas present, which I shall tell you about in a moment or whenever you like. Well, you know what, Chris, this is your show, so we're following you. Whatever you like to do, uh, we're good. I think that uh, because we hear the guitar sounds in the background, we do have a... Oh, beautiful. Okay. <laughs> Let me give you a little burst of something that made a big difference to me and my career and also to Sean's listeners. There's a Spanish train that runs between. Quite Alcavir and Old Seville. Dead of night, the whistle blows and people hear. She's running still. And then they hush their children back to sleep. Lock the doors upstairs, they creep. For it is said that the souls of the dead fill that train. Ten thousand deep. Where the railway man lay dying, with his people by his side. His family were crying, knelt in prayer before he died. But above his bed, just awaiting for the dead, was the devil with a twinkle in his eye. But God's not around, and look what I found. This one's mine. Just then the Lord himself appeared in a blinding flash of light and shouted at the devil, get me hence to endless night. But the devil just grinned and said, I may have sinned, but there's no need to push me around. I got him first, so you can do your worst. He's going underground. But I think I'll give you one more chance, said the devil with a smile. So throw away that stupid lance, it's really not your style. Joker is the name, poker is the game, we'll play right here on this bed. And then we'll bet for the biggest stakes yet. 
songs of the dead. And I said, look out, Lord is gone to win. Sun is down, the night is right and in. That train is dead on time, and my soul is on the line. Oh, Lord, you've got to win. I'll give you the rest of it when I come and perform in Montreal. Oh, so exciting. Krista Berg, there's not a hair on my neck and arms that is not standing straight up. That song in our household growing up was such a staple. The idea that uh, my sister introduced that to our family and she, when I said that you were going to be on this morning, texted me right away saying, I remember when he used to come to Montreal, he rehearsed at the Civic Centre in Dollard and that I was a part of the youth group that used to set things up for him there. So, yeah, yeah. So you are, you're, wow. you're hitting the fields this it's, morning. It's, well, it's a real pleasure, you know, and Ashom, um, as I said earlier, it's such a huge part of my life. Um, but I do have a small announcement to make, and this has got to do with you at your station. Yes. Um, this came through uh, Andre and uh, Donald K. Donald. And by the way, Donald, such a good friend. He's not in the best of health, so I send him my very good wishes. Um, but exclusively to Shom listeners today, Monday the 5th of December, from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can go to plastezards.com and book tickets. You see, not only on April the 16th am I performing in Plastezards, but also we're putting a new show on on the 17th, which happens to be my daughter's birthday. So I will not... Avril, Avril 17th, and very assistant mon show, Plastezards, 17th Avril. And you can actually book tickets exclusively for Shom listeners because you guys have, again, supported me so well. You know, and this is going to be a band tour, by the way. Oh, fine. Although I've done 50, yeah, I've done 50 solo shows, each one about two and a half hours long, without a break since uh, September, in the UK, in Holland, in Austria, in Switzerland, and Germany. And uh, I wanted to do a solo tour, but Andre talked me out of it. He said, no, we want the band. So I will be kind of doing a solo thing at the beginning of my show. Like, I'll be my own support act. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you want to know. Um, but uh, that's that's what's going to be happening. So that's the 17th of April, putting another show on sale. That's amazing. That. Amazing. Early Christmas present for, for show listeners. It's fantastic. Well, talking of Christmas, what about this? <gasps> Spaceman came traveling on the ship from afar. Twas like years of time since his mission did start. And over a village he halted his cry. And it hung in the sky like a star. Just like a star. He followed a light and came down to a shed. Where a mother and child were lying there on the bed. A bright light of silver shone round his head. He had the face of an angel. They were afraid. And the stranger spoke. He said, do not fear. I come from a planet a long way from here. And I bring a message for mankind to hear. Suddenly, the sweetest music filled the air. And it went la 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 With me. 
to have you on this morning and sharing your big news looking at the tour list that has you uh, uh revisiting uh canada in such a spectacular way coast to coast to coast everybody and then two stops in montreal so for april 16th those tickets are already on sale uh, but for the april 17th show the box office is open now for Shome listeners, this is your inside track to getting really sweet seats to see Christaberg live at Place des Arts. It's so amazing to get to chat with you this morning, Christaberg. Thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed. It's a pleasure to talk to you, Sharon, and everybody else in the studio. I know it so well. I've been there many times. And um, all the people listening in Shome, don't, don't get too cold this winter, and I'll see you in April. <laughs> I'll see you in the springtime. Chris, you are welcome to come back to the studio anytime, and hopefully you can do that in April. Absolutely. And one last thing I want to say to you, Sharon. Yes. I've never seen you looking so lovely as you do today. You're good. (laughs) Right there in show. (laughs) I think I might be blushing, Christopher. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) Have a fantastic day and happy holidays to you. Thank you. And to all your listeners and to yourselves and everybody in the station. Thank you. Kids, this week and this snow-filled weekend, have I got you covered? It's a metal dock you may have missed. The most expensive movie of all time. And we crack us some nuts. (laughs) First up, I literally just watched this music doc so I can wholeheartedly recommend it. It is Dio, Dreamers Never Die. Ronnie James Dio, singer for Rainbow, Black Sabbath, and his self-named band. Hammer Magazine, which rocks calls it, quote, illuminatingly funny and occasionally brutally honest, an insightful portrait of one of metal's most beloved figures. Jay calls it dragons and swords, dude. So many dragons and swords. When you're a kid, you're looking for a voice that says, this is my generation. And then all of a sudden, here comes Ronnie James Dio. This is rock and roll that is going to change your life. Taking over for Ozzy. Can you imagine? It was the real deal. Ronnie's story traverses the whole history of rock music. Oh my God. I know. (laughs) And he's the dude that invented devil horns. And he explains it in the dock. It's streaming right now on Crave. Up next, if you want to put your snowshoes on and head to the theaters, Avatar The Way of Water, 
the first of four projected Avatar sequels, first film of any kind that James Cameron has directed since the original. Also, the most expensive movie of all time that needs to make about $2 billion to break even is in theaters now. Avatar 2 follows Jake Sully, Sam Worthington, and Neytiri, Zoe Saldana, who are now the parents of four Navi children. I know, clear as mud. The family is driven from their forest home when humans return to recolonize parts of Pandora. Treat them as our brothers and sisters. Teach them our ways. Keep up, forest boy. If you want to live here, you have to ride. Let's do it. Just breathe. It is so visually incredible that I think the technical term to describe it would be trippy AF. <laughs> so act accordingly. Check it out. And finally, if you're looking for something festive to do this weekend, the iconic Nutcracker is back for its 58th year on now through December 30th at Place des Arts. And if you love it, make sure you stay for the sequel. Ow! Son of a nutcracker. And that, my friends, <laughs> is Jay's Jams. Jay's Jams are always available at Shome.com. Internet magic in mornings always rock. With Jay, Sharon, and Chantal on Shome 97.7. Just ahead of Mornings Random, as we take a look back at the week. Driving in this inclement weather, may you keep your hands at 10 and 2 and the radio at 11. <laughs> as we say... <gasps> Some stuff you may have missed. The best and worst of the week that was completely out of context. It's Mornings Random with Jay, Sharon, and Chantel. Where in the hell did I leave my cowbell? Oh, there it is. Transformers. Mother meets the eye. If you all could line up, please, on little stools, <laughs> if you could milk these bovine. Daddy just wants to watch. John Cutesack? No. Tom Wanks or Rocky Balboner? Robots, Robots in disguise. <laughs> Shapeshift, do you think that inspired Sam Roberts' band? No. I think I see a uh, nipple. Yep, getting near the end of the year. The old tank's pretty empty. You can keep your mornings rocking. Follow Shome, Jay, Sharon, and Chantel on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep the conversation rolling all day long.